Welcome to the podcast, And the Church Said. My name is Dr. Monique Smith-Gadson, also known as Dr. Mo, a Christian licensed professional counselor specializing in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We aim to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Quite simply, we help the church help the people. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. So glad to have you join us for our conversation on today. As always, I would like to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast, to those who have subscribed and shared. I'm so very appreciative of your support and your encouragement. If you will, please subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and your families. Um, If you also will, please leave a rating and write a review for me. That would be so encouraging to be able to read. And it also will enable this podcast to be found more readily by other listeners who may be interested. So thank you so much for your continued support. I do pray that you will continue to find the podcast to be insightful and beneficial and that it is a blessing in your life. So thank you for joining us for tonight, uh, or for today, our midweek midweek service to the church segment. Today we will be discussing good grief. This is a phrase, when I hear it, my mind goes back to the days of my childhood, watching the Peanuts cartoons and reading those books. Things could become so ridiculous or, or so overwhelming to Charlie Brown that sometimes he would just exclaim, good grief. As we are forever affected by this coronavirus and the quarantine that we find ourselves in, the effects of that quarantine is hearing daily updates, the numbers of deaths, how many people have been hospitalized, the burden on the healthcare system, the inability to be at the side of loved ones as they may be dying, not only from coronavirus, but also from other ailments and diseases, the lack of resources, the impossible task of finding paper products, and our souls can just begin to cry out, good grief. We are dismayed, we are irritated, we are frustrated, we are surprised, we are alarmed, and a host of other emotions are all mixed together. And we might throw our hands up in total desperation and scream out, good grief, it's too much. I cannot take it anymore. I don't know what to do, please no more. What's happening? Why is this happening? What in the world is going on? Good grief. There is a need 
to express that which has become unbearable and unthinkable and unfathomable. We scramble to figure out what to do and how to do and what do we need and what will be. We are still walking around with some sense of disorientation and surrealness. We are still trying to make sense of this and still trying to process it and regain some sense of equilibrium and security. And as soon as we think we might have a grip, okay, the shelter in place for two weeks becomes a month. Back to school by the end of April becomes canceling the entire school year. Not having to wear a mask if you go out becomes you should wear a mask according to the CDC. This thing may start out with a fever to now they are, there are asymptomatic people who are transmitting the virus. Good grief. It can feel as though we cannot get our footing. Once we think we have found something stable to stand on, it begins to kind of fall away like the rocks on a cliff that suggests this might not be the sturdiest place to stand. This is a bizarre time. It's filled with so much uncertainty and anxiety. So many are depressed and despondent, scared and sad, filled with anguish and hopelessness. We are confused. We are yearning for life as we once knew. We are filled with rage in some situations, filled with pain in others. We might feel abandoned. There is some denial. We are lonely. We are experiencing loss upon loss. We have lost a way of life, financial security, physical security. We can't get close to our loved ones. We can't go freely about as we once did. We cannot cough or sneeze without fear. Good grief. Some of us have lost the ability to formally and ceremonially grieve the loss of loved ones. We can't hug one another. We have lost a sense of comfort and care. We cannot be with loved ones as they are in intensive care units. We cannot be with loved ones as they are taking their last breath. It's a lot. It's a lot. Good grief. And add what feels like and adding insult to injury, some families have lost multiple family members at a time and they can't get together for a funeral. Burying the dead feels rushed. There are no last words as a neighbor, as a friend, as a daughter, as a whatever. There's no gathering of friends and families and coworkers. No repass. We are left to go back to physical distancing ourselves, back to isolation, to cry, to try to feel, or to feel nothing. 
to try to make sense of it all, to figure out what just happened. Good grief. It's an, it is an expression and a process. And what I will do is elaborate briefly on what it means when I say it is an expression and a process. First of all, we must acknowledge that we are grieving. This is good grief. Too often we try to circumvent the process by saying expressions like, I have to move on, or I'm okay, or God got me, which those are true. But we also need to say things like, I'm hurting, I'm lonely, I don't know what to do. I'm confused. I'm yearning for my life as I once knew it. I'm scared. We need to articulate what it is we are feeling. And sometimes it is hard to put our feelings into words. And sometimes it is hard to say anything for a minute at all. Or even it takes a few days. And that's okay. It's, however, we just have to make sure that eventually the expression begins. Especially when losses and death happen so quickly, it can take some time for the shock and the numbness to fade away, bringing the dawning of those feelings. In good grief, we want the feelings to start to come. Yes, it can feel overwhelming, and we may think we will never stop crying. We may think that we will collapse under the weight of it all, but we have to express what we are trying to hold in and sit on. In good grief, we realize as Christian Counselor H. Norman Wright says, we express our feelings about loss. In good grief, we express our protest at the loss. And we express the effects we have experienced from the loss. So all of these are things that we accomplish through the very act of expressing our grief. So as you can see, grief is hard work. It is very much a mental and emotional and physical and spiritual process. It impacts our entire being. And we must acknowledge those effects. Secondly, good grief is a process. It's not a once and done. It's not Let's have the funeral, and now we're done grieving. We really deal with the effects of loss throughout our lives. At some point, it might be more intense than others, and sometimes it's not as intense as more time passes by. But it differs from person to person. However, grief is a process, and it has to be dealt with. We can try to circumvent grieving, but it will manifest itself 
sooner or later. We have to find ways to live life apart from the person or thing, such as um, a normal, stable life that we have lost. Life now has to reflect this loss. This includes how do we now function? Where do we now direct the emotional investments in that person or that situation? It is saying that I am going to face this loss and feel what comes along with that, no matter how daunting that may seem. What do we do with those unrealized dreams that won't happen, like end of school year rituals for seniors, proms, graduations? It means we don't listen to advice that keeps our good grief from being processed. We give no thought or energy to comments that will deny us, minimize us, or ignore us and our grief. Although loss upon loss can mean we have lost not just people, but situations, Either way, each loss has to be eventually identified and named. Some losses are secondary losses and might not require as much for us to process as it will for our primary loss. But nonetheless, it's a loss and we do have to acknowledge it. In good grief, we start the arduous work of the grief journey and eventually somewhere along the way, the road bends and we are moving into recovery. Yea, though I walk through the valley, thou art with me. So remember that good grief is an expression and a process. We have to grieve. When we suffer the losses of life and in life, we grieve. We just have to make a choice. How are we going to grieve? I say to clients constantly, my job is to help you grieve in a healthy way because you have to grieve. It looks different for different folks but I do know what it looks like when it becomes unhealthy. So I hope that if you're finding yourself plagued with loss and overwhelmed with your feelings and your thoughts, please consider contacting a professional counselor to assist you with the expression and the process of grief. After you have heard my call, what will be your response? I hope you will express good grief. And I hope you will begin the process of good grief. That is my call. What will be your response? And the church said, 
Thank you so much for listening. And remember, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. Thank you so much.